Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of The Real Debaters. I am Michael Petro, your host and one of the debaters on this shit show of podcast. We are supported by our friends at Proper Design Works. Proper Design Works is a custom clothing and embroidery manufacturer here in our hometown of Winnipeg, Manitoba, Canada. Uh, in short, they've got the biggest selection of custom clothing and embroidered items I have ever seen in my life. Okay, and I'm a shopper. I like to go out and spend money. Too much sometimes. It's not the point. The point is these guys can do it all. They got two sides to the business. All right. You got your custom clothing side. So you've got, say you want a pair of bespoke tailored jeans that fit you like a glove, or you've got a t-shirt idea or a hoodie and you want to maybe put the zipper somewhere weird or put a pocket where a pocket shouldn't belong. They're going to work with you. Okay. They're going to try to make your dreams come true. And don't we all dream about new clothes? Maybe I do. Anyways. Uh, then they've got the other side of the business where it's their, their mass production. Okay. You want to get a bunch of patches for a new business you're opening. You want to get some new t-shirts for the sports team you're on. So you all look sharp while you're getting drunk after a game. These are just some of the ideas. If, if, if you need something clothing related and we all know anything can be put onto a t-shirt, go check them out. Okay. Find them at proper design works on Instagram. And then the easiest way to start talking to them about what you want to do is email them info at properdesignworks.com. Again, that's at properdesignworks on Instagram to check out their wares, which I know when you get there, you're going to be like, Michael was right. I should buy something. And then you can email them at info at properdesignworks.com. Thank you, Proper Design Works. We always appreciate it. Moving on to the show. In the living room, we've got Rob Strachan and Jason Brett Fallman, two of my very good friends. On the phone, Martin Navarro back on the show again, coming in live from uh, Vancouver out west there. Uh, we talk about the death of Joel Schumacher and Ian Holm this week. We then delve into delve, dive? Ah, oh, we do something with jumping uh, into the uh, new Flash movie possibly a Flashpoint series from the comic books entering the movie and the resurrection of Michael Keaton as Batman. I love that, by the way. Uh, then we move into how if we'd survive a zombie apocalypse, play some fun games, do some trivia. This is your first time you're in for a treat. If you know what you're in for, well, you know how we do. Uh, besides that, follow us on social media. Like I always say, you can keep in touch with us. You can send us stupid shit. Uh, the Real Debaters podcast at gmail.com. That's our email address. Again, that's the real debaters podcast at gmail.com. Or is it the real debaters at gmail.com? No, it's the real debaters at gmail.com. Sorry, guys, I'm a little tired today. Uh, and then you can follow us on social media at real debaters on Twitter and Instagram. All of the reels are spelled R E E L because we're funny like that. And then just search the real debaters podcast on Facebook if you want to find us. Besides that, I got nothing else for you guys. So I'll do what I always do I'll cue the reel. And you enjoy the show. Comedy clubs always have the worst fucking names, though. It's a chuckle room. I actually like <laughs> that one. <laughs> yeah. What are you going to do? How are you going to sell that, right? The giggle monster. Like the, the, the seller was <laughs> good. I love the seller. The seller was nice name. <laughs> right.
Comedy Cellar, Laugh Factory, um, Shard Party, Shard, Shard Party, Comedy <laughs> Shard, Shard Party, Shard Party. Yeah, yeah. that's the club I'm gonna that's open. Sweet. Does that, is that where I you, go to. you eat? You eat like copious amounts of Mexic of Taco Bell. Yes, yeah. and then you laugh so hard you shit yourself. Yes, a- aged yes. Taco Bell. <laughs> and then our adult, own... adult diaper is given out at the door. No, it's kind of like a white party though. You have to wear white. Clothes only, <laughs> and 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 the room is kept slightly uncomfortably warm, yes. not too warm, yeah. but just enough that you're kind of like when you start sweating from the taco, the tainted tacos, and the and the bathroom is like accessible but like annoying to get to. And there's only like, there's yeah. only one stall. I was just gonna say there's only one. Stall. Yeah. There's no door. It's, it's a unisex one stall. <laughs> no door. No paper towels. Just an air dryer. And then and at the end of the night, whoever has the biggest shit stain on the back of their pants gets free tickets for the next time they come back <laughs> perfect perfect shard party hosted by jason brett Fallman, rob strackett martin navarro and michael petra for some reason i'm imagining ben stiller being like there because you know like along came polly it'll be famous shit scenes from movies on the wall well that's where the term shard first uh, that's where really? i first heard yeah because philip c hoffman's like i gotta leave i gotta leave the party he's like what are you talking about we just got here he goes i fucking sharded he goes what the fuck is shard he goes, he goes i'm gonna take a fart and i shit a little bit in my underwear and, 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 and you're just like what the fuck that just got created right that's yeah. to, that's that's written it's more, like yeah. added to the lexicon forever time stamp there I, I had a uh, a friend in Suica, just a beautiful delicate little thing and she told me the story of she was in mexico on vacation and so she went out uh, into the ocean up to her knees kind of thing it was uh, her back to the beach just looking out over the beautiful ocean and and cracked a fart and sharded her bikini <laughs> and then had to do the walk of shame back to where everyone could see basically why wouldn't she go deeper oh, in the man. water and kind of try to clean it out well i'm sure she did that as well but at that point everybody's like well i was like hey that girl just sharded her bikini oh, <laughs> there's no. wow. i won't i won't name names but in shauna's group of friends they've they all have a famous shit story and when they all start talking about them fuck is it funny but one of them i will not mention um like just, bridesmaid bridesmaid style yeah totally yeah. yeah like I, I I think there needs to be like a grossest scene in a movie debate just to be able to talk about totally this, you know like the zipper fly and did you just uh, rewrite the script for today yeah, I pretty, yeah, yeah, yeah fuck, we're deviating guys <laughs> fuck it whatever I took a week to write let's just talk about shit scenes um, anyway well fuck I, I you know what I'll let them let's <laughs> save that for another day but let's sure. let's dig into uh, let's dig into the show today so far I wonder so. if Looper has a video about that best shit sure they do we should all put our favorite scenes together. It's probably all on spicing. Reg.com, right? Yeah, it's got to be. Yeah, yeah. If it's if it's thought of, it's, it's already on the internet. <laughs> Anyways, okay, so let's dig into this here. We're rolling now. Um, and uh, a lot happened in the last week. When, like, I don't want to start the show off on a on a on a sad note, but I feel that the <laughs> but you're gonna but I'm gonna anyway, right? Because it's my fucking show. Um, Cryptic motherfucker. <laughs> first we go low, then we go high. That's that's the I don't know what that means, but um, I, I get you. I feel you. You so go we, low and you go high. That's yeah. what it means. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, buddy. <laughs> Fuck you, Vancouver. I get a chalkboard and a chalk afterwards, and I'll explain to you how it works. <laughs> Draw it on my flat piece of surface over here. <laughs> Suspect flat piece of surface. Okay, so uh, we had two big deaths in Hollywood in the last. <laughs> Martin, I wish you could see this. They're both they're both emulating doing coke off of the boards we vote for who wins the debate on. Oh, good lord! Um, so we had two big deaths in Hollywood this week. We had the death of director Joel Schumacher, and we had the dire- the death of actor Ian Holm. And 
uh, Jason, I, you said it best in messaging me back and forth <laughs> after you picked all your things, and I hadn't really looked at it. I don't. I, I'll start off by saying I don't think Schumacher was by any means one of the most notoriously well-known and best directors in Hollywood. But, or, or competent. Or, well, I, <laughs> competent enough to uh, be hired. Nipple, sure. Nipples. N- yeah. lot, n- to make some money. Yeah, right? <laughs> like he's, I feel he's a grinder. He's a fourth-line hockey player in sure. Hollywood, right? right? Where he's grinding out shit. He's like it, a Bob Probert. Definitely. Yeah. Bob, be, yeah. He might be double A. Yeah. <laughs> farm team, right, maybe? But he has a great fucking catalog of shit that kind of goes all over the he's, place, right? He's got, he's got a good kind of feel. He's got a good cookie-cutter yeah. methodology that works, and he can take something that's a relatively low budget and turn a profit and that's why Hollywood right. liked him. Exactly. Sure. It wasn't about mm. making Oscars. It wasn't about no. awards. It was just about grinding out some interesting films. Yeah. He was Michael Bay before Michael Bay. He's a worker exactly. Bay. Yeah. 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 He's a poor man's Michael Bay. Yeah. Poor man's Michael Bay. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. All right. I'm glad we got 50 million. He doesn't million. have that Jerry return on 50 million. <laughs> yeah, he doesn't have that Jerry Bruckheimer money. No. Yeah, no. Him. He's not six figure definitely. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, we're gonna start west and work ourselves east. Martin, what was what when when like I basically when I when I asked this all of you guys, which is what movie brought you to him? It's really after watching the movie, you find out oh that's a Schumacher movie or oh, that's a Spielberg movie. Like you don't go into it with your with I want to see this because of the director. Right. You find out why you <laughs> liked it after. And I'd then like to meet that person. Right, well, I'm going to see a Schumacher. <laughs> Love film. me some Schumacher. So Martin, what was your like first uh, experience with Mr. Schumacher? Oh, lots of boys for sure. That was the very first one what, that I saw. What did you What did you love about it? In you know, no uncertain terms. I just like the fact that you could kill vampires with water guns. They made a way to do that, and I was just like, <laughs> "The kid in me was loving this." I'm like, "How did you not?" Like I saw this when I was a kid, right? So I'm yeah, like, yeah. "How did you not love that?" Yeah. Put garlic in the water, and then put in a water gun, and that's how you kill a vampire. Yeah. That's great. I mean, it was all, holy water too. It was holy water for yeah, sure. Yeah, holy water. Yeah, that too. Um, and like. <laughs> The fact the two Corys were a really big deal. Fuck, of course too, the two right? Corys. Like, of course, man. <laughs> like two Corys before two Corys were really bad off. But. Like there's a lot of thirty year old dudes walking around with the name Corey right now going, Why the fuck is my name Corey? <laughs> yeah. Because of those. Yeah. <laughs> Seriously. Those two. That fucking and like I Kiefer Sutherland, right? Let me let right. me bring up the specs here. Um who was the lead vampire? That's the G- one name I can never Jason, Jason Kiefer, Kiefer Sutherland. Sutherland. Kiefer Sutherland, Sutherland and then Jason Patrick. Jason Patrick, that oh, right. that's it. Yeah. And Jason Patrick was the one they turned, if I'm not mistaken. He, is. he was the musician. Yeah, he's, he's the older brother yes. of, of of Corey Haim's character. Yes, right? that's it. Okay. It was my first horror movie and I was over at a sleepover and they put it in and I felt like I had to leave because my mom never let me watch that Bill shit. from right. Bill and Ted's <laughs> as well. Too. Really? Yes, he is. He's one of the mm-hmm. he's one of the fun, right. he's, he's like He's like, he's like Kiefer Sutherland's bitch. Yes. Or sidekick. Yeah, of. he's the he's the vampire. That, he's like the jock vampire. He's like, ah. <laughs> That's exactly what I'm remembering. <laughs> but it is one of those amazingly classic 80s horror movies, right? Um, it plays into the vampire genre incredibly well. But it is so, like, there there is a continuous thread with Schumacher, and I think it comes down to shitty and ridiculous. It's shit-diculous. Right. Is, but that movie's so good. It is good. It is so good. I love the I love the last scene when like the when the when their grandfather Spoiler like alert. shoots those those wooden spikes into into the into the head vampire and yeah. goes fucking Santa Cruz, <laughs> uh, fucking vampires, you know. And you're just like, what the fuck? That's amazing. It definitely is top five vampire movies of all time. 
Right. Not uh, a chance. Yeah. I, I can I give it. So. I I, <laughs> I can put there. it up there. I mean, I, so what's your other t- what's your four? Uh, what's your other four? My other four. Well, Vampires with James Woods is 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 a classic. Yeah, that's for a good me. one. That's mm-hmm. good. Um, yeah. uh, Carpenter, right? Carpenter. Yeah. Carpenter. Um, Carpenter's vampires. Yeah. yeah. I'll go with Daywalkers with Ethan Hawke. The reverse. That's vampire actually a story. That's, that's a, a good that's one. a dope. That's a dope right? one. I'm I'm glad you pulled that out. Interview. Thought that. Interview with a vampire for sure. It's it's number one. What? Sorry. Dracula. Dracula. Dracula was my was my last. Like, Br- like Bram Stoker's Dracula? Bram, yeah. Yeah, Bram. yeah, yeah. And then interview yeah, with Gary a vampire. Oldman. Gary Oldman's so fucking good in that. Like, yeah, ridiculously yeah, good. I, I just read Look a... Underworld. You know, uh, super cool... <laughs> <laughs> Can I get more likings? I need more likings. <laughs> Isn't that Twilight before Twilight was Twilight? Oh, fucking uh, Twilight. <laughs> Twilight ru- almost ruined vampires. I shimmer in the sunlight. Right? I sp- you don't sparkle as a vampire. Nothing <laughs> nah. is sparkly about a fucking vampire. That actually made me throw up in my mouth when I watched it. That scene. I threw up in my mouth and I had to swallow it. And you know, like, you know all of them are like, okay, hey, I'll do this just so that I can do like Kristen Stewart and Pattinson totally did those movies just so that they can have fuck you money for the rest of their right. life and do yeah, everything for them. art. It was, right? it, was, totally. it, was, it was so they can make it. Yeah. It's it's your. But you sp- could argue <clears throat> that Stewart had made it in Panic Room. You, well, <laughs> could you? That's de- you could no, argue that. No. I mean, you might not be right, but you could argue. <laughs> <laughs> we'll argue anything here. Yeah, we will. Um, uh, okay, then we will work our way over to Rob. Rob, what was your first Schumacher uh, experience? I I I, I mean. <sighs> Like like Martin, I mean, I love The Lost Boys, but I mean, you know, to bring another movie in here that really I love is uh, with Michael Douglas is Falling Down. Yeah. And I think everybody has those days where they just want to go, fuck it. I'm going to I'm going to leave my I'm going to I'm going to leave my car running in the middle of construction and just a giant fuck you all. And I'm, you know, going to lose my mind with a fucking Uzi in a McDonald's because they fuck up my order. And it's just it's just it's just that boil over point of everything that's wrong with modern civilization and just a person just cracking. And I mean, that aside, but I mean, it's still obviously, you, you know, it definitely it it has an underlying addressment of you know mental health issues and those kind yeah. of things, and I, you know it's it's actually well done. It kind of has a gritty filter to it. Um, you know, there's that weird neo-Nazi guy, yeah, yeah, like with the military, and then but then he has like the gift for his daughter, and he's like, "What's this fag shit?" And you're just like, "What?" Like, dude, like yeah, he's not carrying this around because it's like a keepsake. He's not a brony dude, like you know, it's a gift for his daughter. But no, it, it's a, it's a pretty deep movie, and I mean, I saw it pretty young, but it was definitely eye-opening for me. It's it, it's one of those. It's uh, it's it's ahead of its time and it's very current right now. Like if you totally. put falling I think it's down, a cautionary tale for today, yeah. like twenty yeah. years ago. Because you said the same thing, Jason. Is that yeah. like you you and that's where the crossover kind of happened here. So right. what's your perspective on falling down? Well, uh, for starters, when when I got the assignment, I you know had to go to IMDb and go, who, who is Joel Schumacher and why should I care? <laughs> was a sharp I can't tea even at the end of that. This guy's last name. <laughs> and then I went down the whole list and I'm like, oh. He did a movie I liked once. Okay, so <laughs> Falling Down is my movie. <laughs> it's, just, it's just an easy pick. But you know what? After Rob says <clears throat> that, it is... You um, don't like nipples on it, Batman? <laughs> did he do the Batman? I didn't he notice did, that. He carried... So he almost um, ruined Batman. He almost ruined. He Batman. ruined Batman for sec for ten years. Yeah, okay. it was. Yes, it was he did. George Clooney. Even Freeze. Says, yeah. <laughs> oh, oh my God! Now that you mention yeah. it, that is the only movie I've ever walked out of in a theater. Really? I went with my girlfriend at the time Jeez. and her younger sister. That's the only movie? Yeah. I walked out of Postman. And we literally waited. <laughs> like, it was, the, it was the end fight scene. And I just looked at them and I said, like, 
do you even want to watch this? Do we want to like bother him? We're like, no, it's 10 minutes of our life and left. Left in the end fights. He were like, I'm not, why would I waste any more of my time? I should have left an hour ago. I really think he tried to. Can I ask a question though? Jason, yeah. who picked the movie? Who picked the movie? Was at, it you or your girlfriend at the time? At the time, we probably picked it for her little sister. Okay. Uh, okay. So yeah. you made the adult executive decision to be like, let's. Ba- yeah, I think that's a bullshit answer. Come well, on. Not into, <laughs> come on. I'm not into superhero <laughs> movies. I'm not interested. Yeah, that's true. Actually, you aren't. So. Yeah. But I think what Schumacher tried <laughs> to do, and I think we can all agree on this, is that he tried to take the campiness from the TV show, from the the TV yeah. show yeah. The 50s. and yeah. put it yeah. on the screen because right. Tim Burton went with, okay, let's do the dark side of it and then let's see what happens with the campy side. And now right. we know the dark side was way fucking better. Yeah. But, yeah. But, right? but again, Tim Burton's is still like the dark side, but then like, but like weirdo nightmare before uh, before Christmas, it, like it, dark side. It is. Whereas, yeah. whereas you know, He's like Nolan, acid trip dark side. Nolan was like, <laughs> I'm going to channel the fucking comics. And Rob like, brings Nolan. I was waiting. I was, I was going to keep my... <laughs> I was waiting for Rob to talk about Christopher Nolan. Well, I go, mean, go I mean if you would epitomize that Frank Miller is is probably the quintessential writer of Batman, you know, comics, yes, yes. right? And out of all the movies, what, what epitomizes that on screen? It's the that trilogy. It is the Dark Knight trilogy. Yeah. It is the best definition of Batman out of the entire catalog of stories and ideas that and you Christian can pull Bale from Christian Bale is the best one. He's the best Batman. So as a Period. non-fan of, yeah. the, of the genre, why hasn't DC stuck with that and gone, okay, you want to do your, your, you know, your Marvel jokiness stuff that's working for you, but we can't emulate that. We need to do our own thing. I'm, I'm going to pause you there because okay. there's a whole... That, okay. well, our next topic is about that, and it, it's a perfect fucking question. Okay. Um, I, I, will, I will finish this just by the saying... Sh- the Schumacher. The Schumacher thing. Flatliners was my pick. Oh, dude, that's a good movie. Oh. Yeah, it's like a good bad movie. It's a good bad movie, yeah. right? It's everybody at the beginning. You got Oliver it's Platt, Julia Roberts, Kevin Milio Bacon, Emilio Estevez, <laughs> Kevin Bacon. Like you have this, <clears throat> this like great. It was a stacked lineup. It was a stacked lineup, and it's a really great story. And what I really liked about it was just how he, like everybody's experience for after death was different, mm-hmm. right? And how they all brought it back. Like that mm-hmm. aspect wasn't of the, Julia Roberts in that. Julia too? Roberts yeah. was in it too. Like, mm-hmm. and they all are different doctors in different. Like, right. they're, like you, they, they're, they're yeah, all like one's one's an anesthesiologist. It's a dream exactly. team, yeah, yeah, a, a dream yeah. team of, of of doctors Researchers. to go into the, the life hereafter. And pull it back. And how they get addicted to it. They, and, they get yeah. addicted mm-hmm. to it. That, then there's all these ethical questions about should you and shouldn't. You it was a and, thinker for sure. It, there was it, like yeah. lots going. You know, on it's there. like pre-grunge, so like you know the clothing was cool. It was it, long but overcoats, it, but, very. But it was like a, that transition from the '80s where there was a lot less saxophone in movies. <laughs> <laughs> That's true, actually. Oh yeah. Good, good opening scene with a hard saxophone. Think about how many movies, movies Rob Lowe plays a saxophone in, oh, in the God. 1980s. New episode. Even better off dead. He plays. <laughs> a saxophone for his girlfriend that's true <laughs> oh my god anyway <laughs> anyway yeah six degrees of saxophone with rob Lowe. um <laughs> so on I to just, i'm just imagining oh. that album cover sorry <laughs> <laughs> <Just an album. laughs> but it's a kenny g album <laughs> yes yeah it's just it's just rob Lowe on the cover of a kenny g album. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> nothing but soprano sax all right well uh, uh, i guess we can all say that even though he wasn't a hit maker he definitely had his place in totally. hollywood mm-hmm. for what yeah. he was like his toolbox was full of what he could do he didn't step outside of it he didn't try to to be a a, a filmmaker he just mm-hmm. made it's films. pop culture fun yes it's popcorn yeah. movies i did recognize a lot of them right as soon as you yeah. pull yeah. it up you're like wow i didn't realize he had so- and writer director too like his mm-hmm. early stuff he did the whiz he wrote okay. the whiz actually <laughs> like with michael oh, wow. with michael jackson yeah michael jackson yeah 
Like he's oh, credited, cool. and you're like, how do you do flatliners in the Wiz? Like, the Wiz is really the Wiz is kind of weird too. It is like, weird. It's really bizarro. Like he must have been doing some heavy acid prior to writing that shit. <laughs> this was, this was the late 80s, which I respect. 80s. I respect. Yeah. I respect yeah. that. I respect yeah. that. <laughs> Kids' movies were fun, I think, to make in the early '80s because there was so much drugs flowing around Hollywood <laughs> that like someone would just come into work and be like, "I had a crazy acid trip. Let's write the script." Right? Like a lot of those. Like the Wiz. Well, is... I think Jim Henson really led the way with all that. Yeah. Yeah. Heroin and puppets. Who knew? <laughs> Anyways, okay, so uh, back back out to the west there with you, Marty. Uh, Ian Holm, uh, fabulous character actor. Not a huge. Rob said before we started recording, not a huge um, front piece for a lot of movies. He's not, a, lead. He's not a lead. He's not a lead. He's not above yeah, the line. No, but when he does step on stage, you're like, that's fucking Ian Holm. So Marty, what you? I know what you picked, but tell everybody else. Oh, Bilbo Baggins, Lord of the Rings. Come on now. <laughs> I just that was, as soon as I heard that, I'm like hands down, that's it. That's who I most associate with because like it was such a like, you know, it was such an important book, an important series that came out, and then that's the first introduction we get to, you know, Bilbo Baggins. This is what he looks like in real life. He, he looks like Martin Freeman. Great. <laughs> yeah, a little bit, a little bit. Like, he is the elder Bilbo, and it is perfect yeah. because his he is inserted at some really great times mm-hmm. in the original trilogy, and then obviously brought in when they did The Hobbit and stretched two movies into three. Fuck you, Peter Jackson, but... Um, two movies into three? Well, one yeah, fucking one fucking movie. movie. I read The Hob- The Hobbit was my first big boy book when I was a kid. Like when you get yeah, to totally. grade five and they're totally. like, can you read it at grade seven reading level? Yeah, yeah. And so I read The Hobbit. Well. So The Hobbit has always been... Charlie, um, it's Charlie and the Chocolate Factory is like that for me too. See what, yeah. You know what I mean? Like you get that image in your head. It's a, it's a book that's converted into a movie and totally. you have all these ideas. When they put Ian Holm in it, I was like, that's what I saw as a kid. Right. 100%. So he was a great pick for that. Um you didn't see Martin Freeman? I, no, I really no. Like, I mean, I love Martin Freeman. Was Morgan Freeman in that? No, Martin Freeman. <laughs> I get it. Yeah. Wow, he's good. I if, didn't even notice. If Morgan, man, that guy has scope. <laughs> he's got so much range. Um, but uh, Rob, what was your uh, what was your go to for Ian Holm that you think of? Right. I, I mean, I, there's lots of movies that I liked, like him in, um, but I think the biggest one for me, and partially it's just because I love this movie, um, is Fifth Element. Yeah, you know, he plays. Oh, he, you know, he plays. Uh, you know, Father Cornelius. <laughs> he's kind of goofy, <laughs> but he's like necessary, mm-hmm. and he's just he's it's just it he's just great. And I mean, that movie is so over the top. Mm-hmm. And I mean, there isn't many movies that I've seen like four times in the theater. That's one, right? right? Like I just, you know, it was. It came out when I was in grade twelve, and I just w- went to the theater a million times. The only other movie I've seen more in the theater than that is Mars Attacks, but that's because <laughs> I like was really into doing Magic Mushrooms for a long time, and okay. it was like, the, and it was like the only movie that really suited that at the time, right? So, no, it, it, it fifth Fifth Element. Like I have a multi, I have an actual multi pass in the kitchen. Mm-hmm. Nice, um, multi pass. It was multi-pass. given to me. Multi-pass. Shout out, shout out to Lilu uh, Dallas multi pass. Um, Uh, I can't remember the name of the podcast, so I don't want to say it unless I'm right. But it was another it was at the podcast festival in Winnipeg. And uh, another group, another podcast was like, here you go. You answered the right question. Give me the cash. Give me the cash. Give me the cash. Give me the cash. I love that. Um, But he quit smoking for a day. What is what is so many awesome lines in that movie? (laughs) What is great about him in that movie is that he's he's comedic. 
He's almost a little slapstickish. Yeah, mm-hmm. like yeah. he's be, yeah. because he's trying to he's trying to bring religion into a violent situation. He, he also and brings he, the spiritual side of it too. Yeah. So there's this weird sort yeah. of remnant of like seriousness. Yeah, yeah. But then he's kind of clueless. But it's and, funny, funny in this ultra modern futuristic world. Yeah, you know, he's analog Catholic, while everybody's digital. The Catholic Church <laughs> yeah. still yes. has their yeah. in their yeah. Yeah. It's, it's like a world that that has has moved past him. Yes, by several totally. gener- generations. Totally. Yeah. totally, that's that's a great. But he's still given enough credence to be in the same room with. The president, yes, right. Yeah. So yeah. It, there's still that. He's an elder advisor at that mm-hmm. point. He's 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 proven himself by the end of the movie. <laughs> Did, I feel I feel like uh, you know all the religions of the world were not equally represented in that room that that in that scene. I agree with yeah. you. I, don't, I think they. Uh, yeah, I feel not, like I feel like Sikhism wasn't reflected. <laughs> well, Sikhism's the fifth largest religion. Like there was know, no there Buddhism. Was a room for five. Like yeah, I feel they they really dropped the ball there. Um, Jason, what's your? Uh, I think you and Marty are kind of in the same. Yeah, I, I went with Lord of the Rings as well. Number one, I was really impressed with. He does a really nuanced job of that, like as an actual actor. And then, again, when I went over his list of movies, there was a whole bunch in there. You know, Fifth Element as well was one of the ones that kind of jumped out at me. Uh, the Sweet Hereafter. Um, there was uh, Brazil, of course, which has been a movie. That's a movie I've watched, I don't know, ten times. Such a good um, movie. You know, and, and like Rob mentioned, they're all, you know, none of them are, are lead roles, but they're all important roles. They're all big roles. And they stand out. And he has, they stand out, and he has a lot of variety amongst them still. You know, like he's not playing the same character over and over. He has, he, he has some good, decent range there. He isn't, and I think that comes from his theater background too, yeah. right? Like you always, you can always see somebody who's who like knows. Like Brian Cox is another good example. Yes, Brian yeah. Cox is a great example. The Scots, the English, they just <laughs> they they have enough respect for the craft that they're right. not, say, a over babyish. They're not movie stars. They're not they're movie actors. stars. They're <laughs> actors, right? They are. They have a they have a sense of respect for the piece, no matter how big or small. Right. And he knows how to make himself big in a small role. Yeah. And I feel that that's mm-hmm. that's not something like when you're like, I'm, well, there are no small roles, Mike. Uh, just small <laughs> that's what losers say. I was in theater. I was in theater in college. So, I mean, that's what they always said. Is, is that that's almost like the participation award comment of, you know, of acting, right? They're like, oh, well, you know, you only have seven lines, but, you know, it, you're, those those seven lines are so impactful to the overall story. Yeah, that's what you In t- act two. Yeah, that's what you tell the actor when they're feeling a little bit. Well, like, uh, what's it called? It, for sure. In the, what's the new um, Scorsese movie again called? Uh, the the longest, worst movie ever? <laughs> the Irishman. But I mean, Marty. in that one, so in, in The Irishman, in that one, Anna Paquin has like one line, which is, I think, one of the most impactful lines in the entire movie. That's and she, true, like, she doesn't yeah. speak at all. And in the end, she has one line, and that was like, that was it. That, that, that was like the best line of the movie. Okay. Oh, but she, so, won yeah. a, she won a fucking Oscar at six, man. She can do whatever the fuck she wants. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and she's from Winnipeg. Shout out to that shit, too, right? Um, the other yeah. thing about you know what? what I didn't even know Anna Paquin was in that because I haven't been able to get all the way through that movie. <laughs> it's okay. It took me a week to watch a three-hour movie. I understand. Jason, what were you going to say? The other thing about Ian Holm is he's one of those actors that, although like he's not my favorite actor, but he's someone that I can pretty much guarantee I can probably watch everything in his list and like it all. Right. It's all going to be like he's yeah. he does the kind of movies I like, and he's not doing a lot of drag. He's not doing a lot of crap. He's not doing. You know he's not doing the, the he's not doing Ghost Rider so that he can do you know what I mean <laughs> you know like he's so not he doing any b- comic book collection yeah he's not doing any big paycheck movies so that he can then do his art he's just be like 
I can get by on this income, so I'm just going to do these good movies that I have a belief in and that I think I can bring something to. Yeah. You know? That's very true, yeah. And he is a name that if he's in the movie, I'm like, okay, I'm this movie like just got yeah. 10% better. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Um, I, uh, I pulled Ooh, up. he was in The Day After Tomorrow, though. He was. He was the doctor in The Day, or the, the weather scientist. The scientist, oh. yeah. Yes, yeah. Yeah, um, I, I retract my last statement then. <laughs> well, I actually, that after, after, awful your co- after your comment of everything, I, everything he's in, I like it. I was like, I'm gonna find a movie that contradicts that. <laughs> but there's not a lot of those. No, there's no. a couple. No. Maybe, and you know, but... the day after tomorrow again, it's one of those movies where you watch it and you're just like, yeah, it's entertaining. I, I, I wasn't. I didn't walk out of the theater. Right, right. <laughs> but I had a slight man crush still on Jake Gyllenhaal at that time. So sure. Maybe, you know, yeah, there's good. reasons you stay. I get yeah, it. I get it. I get um, so <laughs> Some I'll, names I'll, are bankable. I'll close. <laughs> Gyllenhaal's one of them. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone's going to this one. Yeah, no, that's, that's the reason uh, Prince of Persia did so well. <laughs> like, it shouldn't have been made. I that movie went, was really bad. It's horrible. Yeah, um, so much potential. Uh, video games to movies. <laughs> one day we'll talk about that. Yeah. I, mean, I went with uh, I went with Ash from Alien. Yeah, and the, yeah. the I, what I liked about him was that he was a sleeper, mm-hmm. and you were like you didn't know, like you knew he was the android. Mm-hmm. That's what they called him, I think, mm-hmm. at that point, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, but Call when them you, androids, if they dream of electric sheep. <laughs> <laughs> so I, <coughs> excuse me, uh, I like that he all of a sudden became evil. And was like, mm-hmm. we need to save the species. We need to bring the species back to Earth. We need to right. test the species, see what we can do with it. Like yeah. he was. It's the corporation's program. It's the cor- exactly yeah. right. And then you 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 find out that he actually is. A lot of the story revolves around him right. in the second and third act, even right. though he is such a subtle fucking character. Yeah. Right. And they, like they kill him, and then they chop him in a bit, and then he's all like dripping <laughs> at the end of the movie yeah, yeah. Blah, 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 in the corner. <laughs> and but like that that subplot to the story. I can I can only imagine really Scott was like, listen, you're not going to be much, but this is mm-hmm. going to wrap around you at some right. point, and then you're really going to have to turn it on. And I thought that was that like that's he's not he's a we got Lord of War going on in the background here for everybody. Who's, oh, yeah, that's another one that was on my list. Right? I'm like, I like that. Like he just oh, walks. That kinda, that kinda yeah, yeah. Well, theme of these goes too. with these flat surfaces. <laughs> you know, let's just make let's let's make Manitoba out of cocaine in, in honor of Ian Holmes. I will be I will be Jared Leto in this scene. <laughs> We'll talk later. <laughs> Anyways, um, to continue on with the show, uh, a quick moment of silence for the shit-making director, Joel Schumacher, and the incredible character actor, Ian Holm. Okay, that's enough. Let's move on. <laughs> Anyways, uh, the next... We got shit to cover. We got shit to cover, which is which is the real fun stuff here. Let's so, get on to the nipples. Um, here is the bulk of our show, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. Let's get on to the nipples. I, you know what? Before we, we should mention the, nip, the nipples, like... Not did, everyone knows what that reference is. So yeah, let's get that we, out there. We, did, we did. So if you've never seen Batman and Robin or Batman Forever, you're blessed. Um, Those you're, movies are so good. You're, some of the people in the room think you're better <laughs> off for it. Other people think you're missing out. In the end, you're um, not missing out. Don't watch them. The suit in in the first Batman and then Batman Returns was not anatomically remotely correct. There was nothing. Right. It was just a suit, and it was designed for protection. But then all of a sudden. Batman Forever shows up, and we're like, what are those two little round bulbs on his... Why the fuck like are there nipples? Friends. It's like watching Friends all over again. It's like watching an episode of <laughs> Jennifer Aniston on Friends. Oh, God. 
<laughs> I'm surprised they didn't try to figure that out. But anyways, um, uh, they did it on purpose. Did they do it on? Man, that's dirty. Yeah, I, I actually think they, for they, sure they calculated. Yeah, didn't they keep like the like the the soundstage a little cool like on purpose? Pro- you know what? Like fucking NBC. Um, <laughs> oh, number one show for like nine right. years. <laughs> Was it because of the nipples? Maybe <laughs> big part of it. Probably possibly. possibly. Um, it certainly wasn't the writing. But all of a sudden, for everybody who hasn't seen it, there was nipples on the suit. And you were like, there's so many things you can do with that suit and make right. it cool. Thank you, Christopher <laughs> yeah. Nolan, for finally realizing that. <laughs> totally. But you fucking put nipples on the suit? And you like, cast Alicia Silverstone to play Batgirl? Right? What the fuck? Like, you go from Catwoman. Michelle Pfeiffer is yeah. Catwoman. Mm-hmm. Like, you have a lot to live up totally. to. It was Michelle Pfeiffer was a great Catwoman. Danny mm-hmm. DeVito was a great Penguin. Mm-hmm. Michael Keaton, still the best Batman, in my opinion. And, and Jack Nicholson. And Jack Nicholson. Awesome. Like, Jack Nicholson. Joker. So much there. Even though that first movie should have been called The Joker, not Batman. I'm just saying. Well, so, anyways, it's, it just, like, as much as I love the guy and, and respect his, his brand of film... I, I will. I will personally say that nipples were a no. Rob, were you no on the nipples, or was, did that bother you at all when you first saw that? Because that was a huge conversation in Hollywood I mean, at the time. It, it, it just looks stupid, right? Like, like, I mean, do you do you imagine like a like a Spartan warrior with his like you know chest co- plate, with his copper chest plate, yeah, yeah. having nipples? Like, do you think do you think well, do you think that blacksmith that took the time? <laughs> Just, you know, oh, I will, I will, I will go in. leaf these nipples onto the outside of your breastplate, sir. Whoever, <laughs> like, no, come on. Well, what were they in aid of? Nothing. Right. Were, like, were they maybe a distraction they, tool? No, 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 no. They put them on there for a reason. Like someone made that oh, executive because, okay, decision. So the reason why they, the reason why they wanted it is because they, they, the way they were thinking of the suits was he want, they wanted him to look more like a Greek god, like a okay. Greek statue, which had okay. the nipples. That's what they based it on. Also, oh. they also had. They also had what's called, a, I think it's called a con piece for the junk yes. to make it bigger in the suit. So that that was the issue as well. Right. Yeah. Um, yeah. This is but the, maybe they were the getting sweaty, so they needed more breathing room. Could be. Yeah. <laughs> Just aired out. So that's what they were going for then. Okay. It's nice to know I mean, that yeah. there was Fail. instead of like. It struck Just... me as odd. I was like, "That's weird." And then yeah, I like just I, went on to the yeah. movie, but I was like, "Hmm." Like, it's also you, not my my canon from my childhood. It's not like like no one ruined anything for me because I'm like, oh okay, I guess Batman has nipples now. It's just I was like, it, I'm glad they didn't make it where all of a sudden the nipples <laughs> just start to protrude and then have like serve a function. Like, sure, they can shoot rockets. I now that Martin said, <laughs> yeah. go go right? Batman machine, nipples, machine yeah. gun jubblies <laughs> like in Austin Powers. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I'm really glad they didn't do that because you would have like fuck that would have just end of career altogether. Um, Flamethrower nipples. Flame that's what I would like to see. <laughs> Which this kind of breeds like br- tr- this is a nice transition into the next topic. Um, Flamethrower nipples. Flamethrower nice nipples is the next. Okay. Is the next topic. <laughs> um, wait till I show you the suit, guys. Uh, this week, the Flash movie has confirmed that Batman will be in it and it sounds like nobody's confirmed it yet but there's the flashpoint comic series which martin can fill me in on the details where i'm missing because i don't know the story that well but from my understanding the flashpoint series martin is based on multiple timelines and flash can travel uh, through alternate. them alternate, alternate okay so, yeah but he can travel through different different like he can travel through parallel earths oh, this one okay, is more cool. of a different timeline so it's an altered timeline in the past um does he do that because he's like, able to vibrate like at like high speeds yeah, and like past to, exactly. through kind of thing. That's yeah. exactly yeah. what. So that, he can well, he go through dimensions. Yeah, and okay. like I guess the thing is with this is that it's like he it's his fault it all happens because he does something in the past that affects everybody. Mm. And in, in, in this reality, up. the Justice League the Justice League is never formed. 
Um, Good. And like Thomas, <laughs> does that mean the movie never got made? <laughs> it never got made. But like, it's it's actually it's it's crazy because um, the, the the superheroes are actually at war with each other in this one too. They're not oh. allies. Um, villains become allies of of other heroes and stuff like that. The whole timeline's messed up. Um, and like in the Batman, just to fill in on Batman, he he's the Bruce Wayne is the one who gets shot in the alley in this reality, and right. Thomas and Martha Wayne live. And so Thomas, Thomas Wayne, Wayne becomes Batman. Oh. Yeah, and then and Martha Wayne goes insane and becomes the Joker in this one. That's so crazy how that's there's cool. like it. And that's why everybody who I've kind of been chatting about this with has said that this is the gr- a great premise for the Flash movie mm. because it allows for this, which touches on what Jason asked about DC kind of figuring out their... Why don't they go dark? Yeah. Why don't they go dark? It worked for them. Stick with it. Mm-hmm. Michael Keaton is in talks, and in talks means More of a vertigo like, angle. Yeah, yeah, like a, a, a definite alternate mm-hmm. universe, really weird reality sense. When are they going to make a Sandman movie? But anyway, that's, that's <laughs> that conversation. <laughs> So Michael <laughs> Keaton is in talks to come back as the Batman in the alternate universe, which means that Jeffrey Dean Morgan's character from the uh, Dark Knight series might also be a Batman because Jeffrey Dean Morgan played Thomas Wayne in the Dark Knight. Sure, you could throw 15 or 16 Batman. You can, you, you can, you can, well, that, and like that's, <laughs> have that's you ever th- seen the devil in the pale moonlight? moonlight. <laughs> uh, so my, my question is, though, is that, does this rob's a big fan of superhero movies i am jason can be impartial which is great martin is too is this a fix for dc because everybody and their dog has heard that dc is struggling so this feels like a this feels like like a like a nice easy toss to the fans to make us go back and give them a 15th chance it'll be yet again my my take on it the biggest issue with dc is that they don't have any direction you know, yeah. Marvel's like, let's make, I don't know what, 50 movies in a row that all... Marvel has a 20-year plan. They have this timeline and stuff. And so there's there's some stickiness there to, to it. You know, you can follow along. You're like, okay, I know what's next. I want to see this thing in this other movie now. Versus, you know, they keep replacing Batman. Should there be a new Batman in this new Flash movie? No. Find one and stick with it. Well, that's, you the, know, that's the thing. Like, like it's, it's constantly changing. The tone is constantly changing. Mm-hmm. Let's do jokey ones. Let's do dark ones. Let's do this. Let's let Ben Affleck take a totally shot agree. at it. You know, and the other thing is you've got to sign these actors to a 10 or 12 movie deal. Yeah. Yeah. Fuck this. <laughs> we're going to sign Onesie you to two movies shit. and then renegotiate. Yeah. That's not going to happen. Then they walk away and now we're on like actor 17 sure. who's doing fucking Batman. And it's like, disorienting to fans like me who aren't really following mm-hmm. it a whole bunch, who's not following the material or mm-hmm. that world necessarily. I'm like, well... You know, I, th- I think there's a list of, what, five different Batmans in, in what, ten movies? Our first episode, and the reason I'm doing this is because we're approaching our 50th, so I figured let's touch back on Batman because our first episode was all about, horribly produced, all about... Um, Joel Schumacher. <laughs> Joel Schumacher Batman <laughs> movies and who played ba- who was the worst right. Batman. Right. That was, who's the worst best Batman was the whole premise right. of it. And, and you're totally right in that. And it's I, hard and to keep track of. It's very hard to keep track of. As a, as, was it as, Val Kilmer? Uh, Val Kilmer, oh, George yeah. Clooney. No, no, I was saying who was the worst. Oh, who was the worst? The worst best was no, Adam the- West. Because Adam West got one movie. Oh, did they actually? Mm-hmm. They made one Batman movie with Adam West. Oh, so Mark picked Adam yeah. West and Adam West. I like won. Adam West playing himself as Adam West as the mayor of Quahog. Yeah. That's his <laughs> yeah. best role. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> um, but th- Adam Wee. <laughs> <laughs> We've talked about this before, and it keeps being the same answer. So I'm thinking we might be onto something here, gentlemen, where it truly is about the continuity. Oh, somebody texted me. Um, <laughs> it's truly about the continuity of story and characters sure. staying the same because mm. eventually it looks. It just to me, DC looks like little kids playing soccer. 
sure. a giant herd of people running in one mm-hmm. direction because they've all said yes and they can't see the forest for the superheroes mm-hmm. and they get lost in like this is a good idea this is a good idea and then like exactly. a bunch of yeah. ADD children making yeah. a fucking movie they're, and they're when they sh- get it right they change it yeah oh, you know yes. the dark exactly. night was exactly. great why don't you just keep doing the thing that's working With for you that's getting all this acclaim and that's you know selling like crazy you know the Wonder yes. Woman the Wonder Woman series it's been great yes just keep doing that Aquaman, I actually, oh, forget I, it. What are you thinking? Jason Momoa is fucking awesome. Like Wonder Woman was really good. I liked Wonder Woman, and they I gave me that glimmer of hope, and then there's, and there's nothing after that. It's like, what is going on now? Yeah, what Wonder happened? Woman is, is my favorite superhero show as a non-superhero fan. So I guess we can all agree that the pulling back in of Michael Keaton is is basically a real like fan attempt at garnishing as much attention as you can from them I feel so like that has... they come back and give you another chance. Like it's like, it's like a, it's like an abusive relationship. How many times are you going to get like yelled yeah, yeah. and screamed and verbally yeah. abused before you finally break up with yeah, the this person, is them right? giving us flowers afterwards. Yes, exactly. <laughs> you, I, don't. I, I still just don't feel that like Michael Keaton has a good enough chin. You, really? That's your defining characteristic? Yeah, of that. And now, he's, and now, he, okay. now he's getting old, so he's going to have that Well, he's really old, though. Isn't he in his skin. 70s? He's, 69. he's in his 69. 69. So yeah. he'll be 70 by the time he's doing this movie. And you've got this oh, also. Maybe. He, now I don't know COVID what the character will be. might push it to 74. <laughs> well, do, do, movie product, do, do, do studios really think we're so dumb that we're like, okay, yes. he was yes. the... Yes, they do. Yes. <laughs> yes. Rhetorical yes. question. But he was the vulture... In a Spider-Man movie, yeah, and he, he was, was good. So that's a that's a Marvel yeah. movie, right? Yeah. yeah. Now yeah. he's back to being Batman in a DC movie. Stop texting me. And I people. thought they were against that. Like you know, it's like, oh, if you're in a Marvel movie, we will not cast you in a DC movie. But you know, it seems like they, you know, with Ryan Reynolds, they were just like, fuck it, he's awesome. So. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah exactly. That that was de- that was okay. Um, now so, Deadpool's DC, right? Dead no, Deadpool's Marvel. Marvel. Get oh, okay. out! <laughs> hey, come on, he's <laughs> no, here I'm for kidding, he's kidding. here for reflection well, he, and outside opinion. He's not really in any of those movies. <laughs> no, the series. I mean, so. and you know what? And that's one thing I like about the whole Deadpool thing is mm-hmm. that it's. It, I feel like Deadpool, and honestly, I actually feel like Spider Man almost shouldn't be part of MCU in some respects because mm-hmm. he's not cosmic. The Avengers play in the cosmic realm, okay. and well, Spider and Spider Man is more in the. Deadpool with maybe a little bit of X Men and the Punisher right. and, and it's he's on Earth yeah, or Daredevil like those yeah. kind of and his origins are they're almost well. in like a yeah. separate MCU within the MCU and Spider Man you just cross him over in like Secret Wars and Infinity Gauntlet mm-hmm. yeah it's and I mean it's super easy to do if yeah. you've got the comic books there so that's why Marvel is the best um, so I guess okay we can all agree that this is just another attempt a publicity attempt to say I DC actually, we're I, still here I, I think you're right though I think Michael Keaton's gonna be good yeah he's he's a more seasoned actor now you know because he kind of went away and that and then he's kind of after he did Birdman Birdman and, relaunched his career. And relaunched mm-hmm. his career he he you know he used to he used to have a more high pitched vo- voice when he was like Mr. Mom and those mm-hmm. kind of thing. And it, as his age, it's just yeah. yeah, it's just like you know Gita. he's kind of coming to his own. And he's I think and I, and I like the alternative universe perspective <laughs> with with Thomas <laughs> Wayne and that. And also, I appreciate the fact that um, DC is at least reca- like casting Ezra Miller to be the Flash because I actually mm-hmm. liked him in that role. Yes, he was quirky and kind of goofy and nerdy, and I, I he it just worked for me. It, well, I think it will all depend on what role is he stepping into. I think that's going to be all, whether it works or not. It'll all depend on like, what like Michael Keaton. You're Michael Keaton. About? What yeah. does Michael Keaton actually need to act? What does he need to do? What's he portraying? Yeah. And depending on how they write it, it could be brilliant, or it could be mm. another 
freaking Arnold Schwarzenegger as the Iceman or whatever the hell he was called. He's, he's, playing, Arth- he's playing arthritic Batman is what right. he's playing. Yeah, eventually we now get our geriatric alcoholic Batman, yeah. which is... It's amazing. Yeah. Okay. It's amazing. Mm-hmm. All right. I hope he takes his mask off and I, smokes a cigarette after killing somebody. <laughs> I, have, I have one quick question about superhero stuff yeah. that won't take us too yeah. far off track. Yeah. Uh, of the DC, what DC character needs to have a movie that doesn't? Burn it all to the ground. Stop talking about this. <laughs> Is uh, there none left? That's it? Superman, Batman, Wonder Woman? Martian Manhunter. No, it's <laughs> You know what? The thing about Marvel, like when you, the, the, that's a great question because I can think of a bunch of characters for Marvel. Right. Um, Even though they've got 80 movies. Yeah, but there's, there are, like, like Banshee would sure. be a great story for sure. Marvel, right? Um, a lot of the uh, Colossus. I would love to see, a, like, actually Colossus. Alpha Force. Yeah, Let's you, go, you know, Canada. But, Come like, on. DC was very prominent, and Martin, you can correct me on this because Martin has a very big comic book background. <clears throat> It's been the Justice League. That's their bumper sticker, right? right? That's what they want you to remember as they leave. So I don't... Are they responsible for the Fantastic Four? No. No, that's Marvel. Marvel. No, that's Marvel. So Marvel doesn't get it right every time. No, they... Well, that was (laughs) Sony, I think, who did that. You know what? Honestly, the only DC character or comic that I think needs a movie still or a TV series, and this isn't even part of the regular DC Mm -hmm. universe, is Sandman. Okay. Neil Neil Gaiman at his best. You could write a fucking super awesome... AMC or oh. HBO driven series. I thought you were talking about the bad guy Sandman. I thought they were going to do a series for Sandman. I they were, I they they were, they were talking about it, but it never came to fruition. And I mean, those comics are so good. If you want to borrow them, I have, I have, I have the whole like hundred, hundred comic set. <laughs> okay. That just gave me a chubby. Nerd. <laughs> Nerd. <laughs> All right. Okay. So one, one more final point real quick then yeah, about yeah, DC yeah. and movies and stuff. Um, I, no one's mentioned the Joker. Fantastic movie. Awesome movie. Fantastic movie. So, yeah, I like but again, what was good about it... But I heard he's actually not the Joker. Whatever. Whatever <laughs> they did. <laughs> I don't care about the canon. But it was the you know the fact that they weren't afraid to make it gritty. Weren't afraid to Game of Thrones it. You know? I, and make it nasty. Joaquin and Phoenix is amazing, That's too. what they've got. That's what they did right in the, the Dark Knight series. The, and again, it's like, okay, you just did another one that blew up for you. Don't F it up, please. Yeah, don't about face just, on this. Like, yeah. keep going. I mean, just to bring it... Just to bring it back full circle, I mean, I think Flashpoint has that, that story has the potential to kind of bring what Jason's saying, that kind of nitty darkness into it, mm-hmm. because in this reality, you have your beloved heroes fighting each other. Mm-hmm. So it's going to bring up a lot of emotions for people who are watching it, especially seeing that. It's gonna, it's gonna it could be a correction screen, point, right? is what you're saying. I think, yeah. yeah, like yeah. They, they could be like, okay, everything we fucked up so far, throw it in the cocktail shaker, right. hopefully it comes out right in Flash and we can reboot this fucker. And where's my Sergeant mm-hmm. Rock movie? When's that happening? Your Sergeant Rock movie? Who the fuck's that? <laughs> That's Who's that? the war comics I used to read. Oh. oh. <laughs> <laughs> I used to buy those in Jonah Hex because no one else wanted them and you get them for like a oh, penny. Oh, fucking Jonah Hex. <laughs> Jonah Hex is, that's a terrible movie. That's yeah, another terrible movie. I haven't movie. even watched it actually. Oh. Who's well, in that again? It's uh, Thanos, dude, right? Uh, yeah, uh, uh, Josh I, Brolin. Jo- thank you. I, yeah. I was brain farting. Brolin. Th- Thanos, dude. Well, A.K.A. Older Brother in Goonies. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's my Josh Brolin. That's, That's my Josh Brolin. Dad <laughs> <laughs> from uh, Goonies. Let's, uh, let's, 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 do, uh, let's do what we do best, gentlemen. Let's switch into these lovely mini-debates that I've got scheduled first today. So up first, um, we've done another episode that was about this, which was one of, I think, our favorite first cracks at how to do a podcast which this this whole topic is is inspired by the zombie apocalypse Mm -hmm. zombie apocalypse episode we did where we picked our favorite close quarter weapon Mm -hmm. and what you would use during that scenario so uh i just just for backstory for you guys who didn't know about this i picked the the flail 
Mm-hmm. Uh, no, not the flail. Not the what? I, I was <laughs> like, flailing. Bad choice, Martin. What did I pick? <laughs> you picked the flail from Braveheart. Like, That's, I think the yeah. flail is just a, a ball with a chain, a yeah. ball with a long chain, like a morning star. Is that a morning star? No, it's not even a morning yeah. star. It yeah. has no wooden no. handle. It's yeah. just a chain wrapped around your hand with a ball. Okay, piece. okay. And then the guys were like, "What did what you it? think the zombie apocalypse was going to be coming in a queue, <laughs> like one at a time at you? Yeah, like yeah. you're going to hit one and then wind up." What happens when your hand gets sweaty, dude? I didn't plan this properly. Like this was in the first. This is when I was just trying to have fun, not try to win. So I didn't really think straight. But what I thought of was, if tomorrow there's the wait, there's winners for this. The, well, no, not for well, no. We're all losers. We're all losers. Yeah, yeah. We're all losers because we're arguing about it. But uh, <laughs> I thought, what would happen if tomorrow morning, Sunday, we woke up and there was a zombie apocalypse in Winnipeg? Like straight up, I'm what, ready to go. Okay, all right. So first, you don't off, have enough like, peach drink. Oh, <laughs> my peach drink. That's what's going to get me killed. So, so I, I had three major topics, and we'll just quickly go around here and cover them all. What's the first thing you would do in a zombie apocalypse, Martin? Like literally, what's where would you run to next? What dis, what would your next decision be if you looked outside and saw like fifty thousand zombies just coming towards Winnipeg or Vancouver in this scenario? I would probably go to Walmart, <laughs> and I would make that my home base because Walmart now it's a super center, so usually only have like maybe. Two entrances, two entrances in the front to guard, mm-hmm. and That's then true. one entrance maybe in the back to guard yeah. as well. And then it's got food, it's got weapons, it's got survival gear, uh, pretty much everything you need, like home appliances, whatever, like gardening tools and stuff like that. It's got everything. Mm-hmm. And it's the easiest to defend. And I would get a few people, and we're like, we're going to defend take Walmart, we're going to survive, write it out. So then, would, you, would, you do the, would you do the smart thing and get a couple people who are slower than you so that you've got bait? No, I want to get the, the biggest people to surround me. So in case other people try to fuck with me, they'll be like, oh, this crew's pretty stacked. So, you know. Okay. All right. Rob, where would you go? Because you, you've got wife and you've got kids. So that's included in this scenario. Mm-hmm. Like, You go to your friend's house that you know has lots of guns. Ah, okay. Kind of like a tremor scenario. Well, I mean, and I mean, there's two ways to look at this too, right? And I mean, I think we've all seen our fair share of zombie TV shows and movies. Mm -hmm. There's the immediate threat of, I got to kill these fucking zombies. Yeah. But then there's also the fact that we know that when resources get scarce and there's only so many humans around in a perfect world we always want to say we're gonna like sing kumbaya and all look after each other and i think to a certain degree that happens because that's the way humans are but then there's also that you know i don't know you i don't trust you fuck you i want what you have you know and and i know if you read the zombie survival guide he says guns aren't great because guns Bull, uh, guns run out of bullets. Knives don't run out of bullets. <laughs> you know, but no I, case think, for knife. I think you kind of need both. I mm-hmm. I agree. Jason, where would you uh, where would you head to? All first? right. First thing, I go next door. I see if Rachel's home. If she wants to come on my survival, because she knows how to skin animals. Oh, oh yeah. She knows how to make yeah. weapons. Ooh. If she's not, fuck her. She's dead. <laughs> she's welcome to come though if she's home. Uh, then I get in my car and I'm going to drive to a location where I. Uh, so, I, so the guy that lives upstairs chopped liver? Like, what the fuck? <laughs> yeah, no, I just throw the keys up the stairs and like, bye, Rob, good luck with that. <laughs> you got a baby, you're going to die soon. Sorry, I didn't let you know sooner. <laughs> <laughs> That's fair. <laughs> but like, okay. And then, uh, so I, I have to be careful how I, how I phrase this. I am close with someone who has three full, like five foot gun safes full, uh, has about 80,000 rounds of ammunition. I drive there very quickly on my way to Sioux Lookout from Sioux Lookout. We would go up to uh, where our parents' cabin used to be. Ah, uh, rural, rural Canada. There's two spots up there. No one can get up there. No zombies are going to be wandering around the forest up there. No. Um, and here's the other thing, too. You can't trust 
zombie movies because the science, none of it makes any sense. If they're dead, the cells would decay. So the zombies would die off pretty quickly anyways. I don't know why they're trying to eat. They don't really have stomachs. Well, it depends. I think it would depend on the temperature, though, right? And so the movie the zombies are from. Because <laughs> some zombie movies, they're track stars. Other ones, they're oh, slow. Yeah. yeah but, some of them but the, can swim. Other ones can't. The reality of it, if they're dead, if there's necrosis, they will decay over some set period of time. Maybe it's a couple months or something. But they're not going to be here Especially forever. They're not going to keep point. wandering around. They never show that in the fucking... They're like, using energy from something. Yeah. Right? Because they can move. So they're they're... Somehow they're they're transferring ADP to ATP and all that. The kind Walking of stuff. Dead shows it a little bit, but some of those zombies are like seven years old. And yeah, like, Come that's on. what I'm saying. Like eventually you like, got necrosis. It's yeah. like you can't beat that no matter yeah. how much. Flesh so you they're eat. never going to take out all the humans. So I'm going to go up to a lake that I'm not going to name, but Rob probably knows where it is. <laughs> the very isolated cabin. I think Rob's and coming I'm just with gonna you. Gonna go, it's, I'm gonna... it's Blue Dick Lake. <laughs> <laughs> it's right next to Blue Balls Lake. If you didn't watch, if you didn't watch episode forty one, it's right next to Blue Balls Lake. <laughs> um, so yeah, so then I just got there and basically it, 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 waited out. It's a callback. It's a callback. Yes. Call <laughs> so yeah, if I had even five thousand rounds and a couple rifles, we could, there's moose up there, there's yeah. bears up there. Apparently, hopefully, I'd have someone with me to skin them, and then I could just live up there for a while. There's tons of fish because it's not been fished out because it's hard to get to, and I would just wait like a year and then head back and see what's left because the zombies would be dead by then. Exactly. Or, or or there'll be one that like surprises you in the spring because it was frozen over the winter. Uh, the how's it going to get up there though, dude? Those things just—they're persistent. Walk. They just walk. Have you, read, have, you <laughs> have, have you read World War Z? <laughs> Z? Like the actual book is good. The movie shit, but they actually talk about how there they'll, there'll be zombies that walk into the water mm-hmm. and literally walk across the bottom of the ocean floor and then just come up on a beach on the on the other continent out of so nowhere. So somehow they don't need oxygen to for any of their cellular activity. Uh, Absolutely, absolutely. Mitochondria are out the door. Magic (laughs) happens. They just keep moving even though they're completely dead and there's no energy being generated. Correct. See, and all this science talk kind of is is, is great because I would go to the Center for Disease Control in Winnipeg. I would go to the one over on... uh, The the Virology Lab? The Virology Lab. Just go huff yourself some COVID samples and be done with it? No, Ebola. (laughs) What I'm thinking is it kind of plays on Rob's play where like not a zombie apocalypse now has two problems. Zombies and people who you can't get along with. So I'm thinking about bordering myself up in the safest way possible and putting myself in a room where if you want to come at me as a human... Like zombies, I can just sit and p- pick them off all day long. Is there, right? enough, is there enough vending machines in that building? <laughs> well, no. See, I, I would have to live off of <laughs> cheesies and fucking chocolate bars. Um, well, I would. You I got would make... lunch in the fridge. Is that that's, that's all <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I'm eating everybody's lunch that pieced out. Um, but like, I would obviously, I, I would do a Cabela's stop, right? Like, get as much as basically. All, my my end destination. So was you're going my from the south goal. end of the city, to the north end of the city. Yeah, I'm making this a fucking. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> you got a fucking helicopter. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I got Air One, um, but I would go there because if anybody wanted, it's a very secure building, mm-hmm. right? Like I, I don't I, actually think it is. I know it is because the guys at my day job go there, and there are actual hallways that when you get into them, they lock at both doors. So there are. Actual, but there's only a six foot fucking fence around it. Oh well, I'm I'm not. Uh, the this, building's gonna be crawling in zombies. Like, like it doesn't have a moat. How safe can it be? Anyway, <laughs> I love. 
I love that your definition of safe so comes from a mode, a burning alligator mode. <laughs> okay, I, I I can't I can't win at zombies with you guys. This is this is the second time in a row I've done zombies and I'm already fucking it up. Okay, go go on with the roll. Anyway, you can yeah, keep so. up with me. You're welcome to join us. Okay, uh, thank you. I appreciate it. Uh, I'll get I'll get my cardio in before the apocalypse comes. <laughs> oh, you'll get it in when it comes. Well, no, I just I would I, I would wouldn't d- trust Jason. I feel like he's the kind of guy like they're chasing after you and he hits you in the back of the knee with a baton, <laughs> like you know Nancy <laughs> Kerrigan style. Nancy Kerrigan style, and he's like, there you go. Zombies enjoy so I can escape. I said if you could keep up, I didn't say I wouldn't club you. Um, yeah, no, Virology Lab, I'd do a Walmart stop for stores. I would do a Cabela stop for supplies and ammunition and shit. Because uh, I don't have anybody, like, I have one or two people who, who are gun enthusiasts, but nowhere by definition do they have the Punisher's arsenal like James. Yeah, like what? Fucking like my, unnamed, over here. my unnamed acquaintance. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Um, is he, is he Nicolas Cage from Lord of War? <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> but, yeah, and I would just hang out there because it's it's a it's a place that nobody alive would want to come to, right? right. Where, like, I feel that anywhere that I would go where there's a lot of people, I would it, you're all looking out for yourself. So go to the one <laughs> place that you're okay being, and nobody else would be. That's I love that Shauna was at no time mentioned in the whole, <laughs> I'm going <laughs> someplace. <laughs> Sean is not stupid. She's she's I'm dumped his ass now. long yeah, yeah. before he's yeah. looking no, for options. She's gone to the farm, and uh, and that's, that's she's in yeah. the bunker. She's making sure he doesn't show up. Yeah, she knows. She knows her baby. She knows. She knows what I'm not good at, which is a lot of survival shit. I can fill it fish though. So Jason, can I come? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Second to this whole zombie apocalypse, the scene in Zombieland where Woody Harrelson's character wants a fucking Twinkie. That's all he wants, right? Mm-hmm. He just, and, and, then, and then they find that hostess truck, and they break into it, and it's full of fucking snowballs, coconut-covered mm-hmm. snowballs. So in a zombie apocalypse... Irony. Uh, very irony. <laughs> 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 snowballs. <laughs> what is the one thing that you would have... What's your Twinkie? Martin. Uh, for me, it's also another hostess product. It's hostess fruit pies, apple, or cherry. Oh my and god! That, that's my that's my Twinkie. Really? Because like I think yeah. Because growing up, like my mom used to like whenever we would we, we had a long commute to school, she would get me those at the gas station and give those to me. I've like, never had one of those. I've never like, had one either. They're so good. They're good. They're, like they're, they're high food. It's a high food, right? If you smoke weed, it's great it's to have. But it's like not very <laughs> yeah. It's not very great. But I mean, as a child, when I had it, it's, it's got it's, it's just sugar. You're just eating sugar. Are they it better? Is it better than chicken McNuggets? Oh no, I don't know. Chicken well, McNuggets. I, I think that's. The good news no, that, is the only other though. people that want those pies is like my grandma, and you could easily fend her off and score some. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. Just hold her head out like a little nine-year-old trying to fight, right? Uh, okay, yeah, I get it. All right, Mar- Rob, what's your Twinkie? Does it, does it have to be something that you eat? It can, or can just be an item. Okay, Let, let's elaborate here. It, yeah, because I was curious. If I, I want. I, I needed a little bit of parameters. Sure. On this. Okay. Let's swank let's magazine. It, it obviously. <laughs> I've got a short list. Swank magazine. Lube. Kleenex. The flashlights. I need all of them. I need. I need a. I need a box of flashlights because I'll go through one a month. Well, because you'll get bored at once. Seriously. <laughs> and eventually they lose their shape, I'm guessing, right? Like, and I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> you sound like a man that has experience. <laughs> 
I mean, uh, I guess they aren't they made out of high quality medical grade silicone? Yeah. So isn't that fairly durable? And they're dishwasher safe. Oh, I mean, are they? really? Yeah, yeah. Well, of course they need to be. Yeah. <laughs> who wants to put that Yuck. in their dishwasher? Uh, uh, who doesn't? The real question, My dishes are in there. The real question is, how do you react when someone goes into your dishwasher after you've washed your dishes and you forgot it there? Like what do you what do you do? There? I feel like that's mom. Not stop that looking at my stuff. Right. Yeah. I think if you <laughs> had does. like a what dildo does. that was shaped as like a full on fist, that right. would be much more embarrassing than the fleshlight. Yeah. Because a fleshlight, somebody might be like, "What the fuck is this?" Right. Whereas like the fisting dildo is obvious <laughs> what it is. <laughs> yeah. yeah. No. Definitely. Okay. Oh, that's something I used to go play in. It's nothing. It's uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's a container for soil. <laughs> it's, a ch- it's, my it's, <laughs> it's my chambers. It's my chambers. Just imagine going to the store, shaking out a flashlight to get your change. There's <laughs> nothing but pennies in there. Oh, I think shit. my coverage line would be, "Oh, don't worry about that. That's my girlfriend stores her vagina." <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, so <laughs> parameters for this, Rob. I mean, it is by default food because it's okay. Big, that's but but if it's not food, what's the thing that you got it? Like it's a, it's it's your thing. It's what you need, right? So from it, the old world, it's like what you want from the old world. Yeah, that you have to find. Yeah, bologna. Yeah, <laughs> want a pickled country? Ooh. Yeah, zombies might taste like bologna. You might be okay. <laughs> yeah, I, they, I might. I might. And you know what? And, and you know if, if Michelle, zombies taste Michelle, like Michelle hates that I like get bologna sometimes. When did you she, have bologna last? Like two days ago, and I, wow. I and I almost ate the whole amount. I, I like I ate like, like five sandwiches in a row. And I was like, what's wrong with me? <laughs> <laughs> I looked at myself in the mirror. I'm like, I'm disgusting. <laughs> but you know what? It, I I feel like bologna. It's like mac and cheese, right? It it yeah. brings you back to a, a time in your childhood mm. where. Indeed. Life was simple. And, yeah, you know, and I think in that situation, like to to Martin's simple point of pleasures. saying saying the, what were those hostess things called again? Fruit pies. Fruit pies. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, it reminds him of like a happy moment in his childhood, yeah. and I think that's where that comes. And that's that's where Woody Harrelson's character came. That's exactly. He exact, loved yeah. the Twinkies <laughs> because it was a it it, it it was a point of normality. His anchor. Totally. Yeah. yeah, it's his his totem, if you will, if you want to get a little known. Yeah. Right. His his what what and and that's really like as as silly as it is that's what this whole thing is about is mm-hmm. what do you need in your life to get through some seriously shitty hard times Jason what's your Twinkie I think I'm gonna die trying to obtain more wine gums that's Ooh. my issue specifically really Martin, Martin, Martin might shoot me at one of the WalMarts to break <laughs> in <laughs> over Fun Dip and Peach Tree Oh easy yeah oh, wow. yeah okay. what like Tim Hortons yeah, we can open up a trade route. It's okay. fine. We'll, we'll be good. Yeah, I'll give you a case of shells. We'll call it even. <laughs> yeah, we're good. We're good. Hey, man, trade is going to be in at that point. What's so your it's... favorite wine gum flavor? Uh, well, they're all different. But so... what, if you had one, what's like? The, what's your go-to one? Like, if you have well, to search t- through, it's either you... red or black. It's a real oh. tough call. I think it was red previously, but I think it's evolved into black as my taste has matured. Hmm. So I think it's the black ones, and like because they don't taste like li- black licorice, which is god awful. Yeah, black licorice mm. is the worst flavor on the planet for anything. Yeah, when I buy jujubes from like the the bulk thing, oh, yeah. I purposely pick around the black ones. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm that guy. That's a good call. Um, my Twinkies cheese whiz. Cheese, cheese whiz. Oh, That's god. personality, it motherfuckers. Well, okay. See, here's the thing. <laughs> just spooning it in. I. <laughs> I yeah, do have... you need a substrate to eat that on, or can you just eat it straight? Show up here one night after the bar with me. You'll see me eat it straight. <laughs> so give me a spoon and a chair, and I'm happy. Do you, do you put a big dollop of it when you make craft dinner? Oh yeah. Okay. Well, first of all, we try not to keep it in the house because, like 
Rob, I would make cheese with sandwiches right. and just like a loaf of bread would Houdini out of the house. <laughs> it was just fucking like in an hour, you would just see the most disgusting things go down. I what? love that none of us have said like escargot with shallots. <laughs> <laughs> it's like bologna and cheese with white truffles. Uh, wine gums. Regular people call them onions. <laughs> <laughs> but like, I just look at cheese whiz as it is something that is, first of all, not in any food group. I understand mm-hmm. that. Yep. Um, I think it actually has plastic in it. It doesn't go bad, I don't think. It does. No, it does. It's, no, I promise yeah. you that it does. It does? I, yeah, I had a friend once. We discovered like a 13-year-old jar of cheese whiz. And you tried it? No, we stared at it for a whole better part of six months. And like, was it in a refrigerator? Oh, okay. No, but yeah. it was unopened. But it was still it had it had like cracked and had gone green actually oh, on the wow. just on the top though, and it was like sort of this beautiful sort of rainbow like green to that orange color sort of like. Do you think the very gradient? bottom like centimeter would have been okay to, to I consume? I don't know. We went back and forth on that, and <laughs> it was one of the few things like. When this podcast is over, I'll tell you some of the awful things I've eaten in my lifetime. But this was one that I was just like. No, oh, that could like kill that someone. Parallels like, the I don't whole know what's wrong with best it. Best shit scene. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, so it doesn't last forever. It, it definitely doesn't last 13 years. And it does get really oily, like it does separate yes. from mm. itself in a yeah, warm. Yeah. But it it's still edible. It just needs to be stirred, right? Like paint. <laughs> so uh, <laughs> I love how you. I love how the analogy was with paint. <laughs> you know, like when you eat paint. <laughs> can't you use Can't you use it to like remove oil off other things? Oh, I'm yeah, sure. Can. Yeah, you I'm can. Sure, it's yeah. got. A, it's it's like gasoline practice. in that mm-hmm. respect. You yeah. Know? yeah. Only because I feel that it... it I'm going to ch- clean my carburetor. Basically <laughs> edible WD-40. Yeah. I feel that eating like any sort of small rodent or if I... It, it's it's a flavor enhancer at this point, right? Like if I have to eat rat, I'll put cheese whiz on it to get it down, it's, right? It's, it's, it's Mike Petro's MSG. <laughs> exactly. That's that's my fucking Twinkie. All right. That was... God. That was or as the food industry tries to hide it now, it's called yeast extract. <laughs> <laughs> Which, yeah, right? That's edible exactly petroleum byproduct. I watched, byproduct? You mean when you make gasoline, you come up with this yeah. coffee whitener? Right? Like, how... how I, I'm all about Who's being... Who's the first guy to put that in his cup? I'm all about being vertically integrated, <laughs> but when your byproduct comes from something that you shouldn't put in your mouth first, you mm-hmm. probably shouldn't eat the byproduct after. That's, I'm thinking. But, you know... I'm, I'm, just, I'm on the same page. All right. Wow, there's so many jokes with the statement you just said. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right, so moving on. Here we go. Uh, this is something that I've been wanting to play with for a while here. Uh-oh. And we, not my dick, I do that every day. Jason, <laughs> dust off looking. Whoa, that went from zero to <laughs> minus 100 in a hurry. <laughs> so um, these are. I the, can't unsee that. These, <laughs> these are based on the would you rather scenario, but instead of would you rather, it's who would win. Right. And it's comparing different movie characters in different scenarios the first one is actually dedicated to martin because my answer martin <clears> will i feel i only understand the inside joke but i felt it was fun because it is the first time we've seen on screen uh, I'll, I'll quit fucking opening this up and just say it it's the first who would win in a fight is it deadpool or is it ryan reynolds as himself can I vote first and not stop talking about this? Is yeah, this a, totally. Deadpool. Deadpool. <laughs> is this a physical Deadpool. fight? This is, or is this a fight of wits? Th- this is this is a <laughs> physical fight in and of itself. In regard, like okay, like an after school by the bike racks fight. So, which Ryan Reynolds? Are we talking Ryan Reynolds, actor, normal yep. human? Yep. Or, Ryan Reynolds himself, or Van Wilder? No, Ryan Reynolds. Okay. <laughs> so the the scenario is Ryan Reynolds Deadpool. versus Deadpool. Deadpool. Okay, Jason went first here. Why do you think? Deadpool would beat Ryan Reynolds. Well, because one of them is invincible and the other one's completely vulnerable. 
one has skills for killing people and experience, and the other one has been in some movies. Perfect. So no, he's I dead in a heartbeat. I see the obviousness. In he it. has such good abs, though. I totally. But so see does it. Deadpool. But what the 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 whole purpose of this the the, the secret in the sauce here mm-hmm. is that Ryan Reynolds is Deadpool, and Deadpool is Ryan Reynolds because breaking of the fourth wall on screen is Ryan Reynolds coming through. We know we've seen two really great Deadpool movies. We know that when he breaks the fourth wall, it's not Mm. Deadpool talking to us. It's Ryan Reynolds himself. So in this argument, when you say Ryan Reynolds versus Deadpool, I believe that it's a straight up fucking tie. And my analogy dedicated to Martin Navarro is when you put a humidifier in the room and a dehumidifier in the room, You don't really get anywhere, do you? Right? Like, it's push and pull, push and pull. Yeah, but like, you there's stay. a flaw yeah. in your theory, though. <laughs> Even if you write about the movies, and there's primarily Deadpool, and then Ryan Reynolds breaks out of that. That's the thing. But it, it's not the other way around. There is no Deadpool inside of R- Ryan Reynolds, the human being that's in the movies. It, but we can all agree so that... So he has no skills. It, he has no... no I think... I, I, yeah, no, it's, it's, he's, it's Deadpool for this one. Like, it, it, I, I would do with Jason on this. That's how it is. Like, it's, there's no... Yeah, he's not Deadpool. Like, yes. Yeah, your Descartes fucking... Your yeah. fucking Descartes, <laughs> you know, perspective on this. When it comes down to fear, pure physicality and superhuman traits... Totally. Now, the philosophical debate, I get where you're coming from. I was trying to right? win it with some philosophy. Yeah, <laughs> some yeah, fucking no. philosophical, <laughs> my degree doesn't mean shit fluff stuff. Okay, but when you bring it back down to the brass taxes of you've got one guy who, when as soon a- as you shoot him, he's fine, and another guy who's practically human. Yes, I get in the in, right. in, the, in the practical world. Right. All right, okay. I feel like Ryan Reynolds, well, though, is slightly super Yes, I did, Martin. <laughs> <laughs> It sounds like something you would think about when you're on a lot of weed. Like yeah. you smoked a bunch. Did yeah. you have cheese whiz? <laughs> oh God, man! If I would cheese whiz. If I brought cheese whiz into this house, I would do you guys a solid and put a camera in every room just so you could watch the cheese. Whiz I don't want to see that because there's gonna be some weird sexual, like no oh. shirt on, nipples, some long with the shots. Like Batman. Whiz thing. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Batman, I'm, Batman, I'm Batman. Yeah. I think we just found the title for the episode. Cheese I'm whiz channeling Joel nipples. Schumacher. <laughs> <laughs> All right, okay, Martin, let's do the next one here. Uh, R2-D2 versus BB-8. I threw this one up on Instagram this week. I feel this one's a little bit more of a fair fight mm-hmm. in regards that we both have robots, they both exist, there's no Ryan Reynolds involved. Well, technically, so, neither of them exist. Well, okay. <laughs> in the uh, in this suspended, realm. Dis- suspended yes. disbelief of movies. Uh, Martin, who would you pick, R2-D2 or BB-8, and why? God, I love R2-D2, but it's got to be BB-8. He's it just does. a newer model. He yeah. is the new hotness, you know? Like, he's the new hotness. Says. Old and busted, yeah. new hotness. <laughs> just, he's so much faster, too, and I think mm-hmm. speed-wise, like, R2-D2 wouldn't be able to keep up because bb just just moves that, you know, the, the ball just moves so much quicker than the wheels. Yeah, um, totally. Of R2-D2. Thanks for the mathematical lesson, sir. That's yeah. definitely... <laughs> Agility, mobility, <laughs> yeah. I'm with Martin on this 100%. Okay, Rob, now, what are you... Yeah. The, but one oh, question sorry. I do have yeah. for everyone to debate... Does BB-8 have any kind of little zappy thing that comes out? He does. Okay. He does. Yeah. He does. He actually has a lot of things that come out in... in... <laughs> <laughs> he has a French tickler. <laughs> Don't let BB-8 sneak up behind you with that little wheel thing. BB-8, where did you get that flashlight? <laughs> uh, he actually, in Force Awakens, when the ship is flying around, he actually shoots out cables. And holds himself Ooh. in the air, oh, so, yeah, he's, so he could yeah, trip R two D two pretty easy. Yeah, like R two D two can carry a Just message like, and sh- zap <laughs> some you. Some kind of at at. 
<laughs> just take his legs out underneath him. Well, he does have the ability, if you go really far back, he can hover, mm-hmm. right? Like, he does have a little rocket underneath him. Okay. But Martin's right. Like, the, the, quick, the quick agility of a gyroscope as a means of moving around, which is what he is, mm-hmm. he can corner like a motherfucker. Where R two D two is like, sorry, I need to ninety degree to work my like. That's Rocky right. versus Ivan Drago Our, and or Apollo yeah, Creed. What versus if Yvonne what if Drago. that the head of BB eight got on top of the rounded head of R two D two? Could he just like mind meld and Ooh. completely fuck him over? No. Could he remote control him like a little bitch robot? <laughs> Do my he bidding. Could probably hack him. Like, <laughs> I think there's a point that you could hack him. He's a, he's a program, right? R2-D2 is a program, and if BB-8 gets somehow access to his computer core, I think he could just change the coding to make R2-D2 work for him. And I think vice versa can happen as well. Yeah. But I think if you're going with processing speed, you, 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 gotta, like, you can't... It's, BB-8 has to have the faster CPU because he's a doing model, right? Oh, I love and it's Martin. constantly getting better with technology, so right. I think that's, that's what it is. But do they use a standard CPU in the Star Wars realm? That's that's a side of the science that's never been fully explained. We don't use one here, even. Yeah, but I I actually think it's going to be R two D two. I really yeah because he's badass. He's old school. He's been around forever. He's had the shit kicked out of him so many fucking times. That's true. true. Right? He got he he's got he's been he's been fucked up by Jawas. He's <laughs> he has been he's been in water. He's been in fucking Dagobah swamps. That's right. Okay. He has experience. He's fucking rock solid. He's had to deal with his, with his bitch bottom fucking partner, fucking C-3PO for decades. Yeah. And that has like made him tough. And like, you know, mm-hmm. I, I just, I, I, I don't think BB-8 He's has the, has the skills <laughs> w- between C-3PO and R2. Yeah, R2 is the yeah. top in that relationship oh, yeah, by a long mile. Well, that's why I made, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I stuck that in there, but I, I think it's R two. That's just me. Um, now, if you were talking about who's the better master, I like Luke Skywalker, but Poe's a badass motherfucker. <sighs> yeah, Poe is pretty badass. I like I like Luke Skywalker too, though. So but do I, I. I think both really cool. I don't like Luke Skywalker as much though in A New Hope. <laughs> But I was supposed to go in and get power converters <laughs> with the touch <laughs> oh, oh, bitch until I get my lightsaber. Uh, you know what? I started this with BB-8 because I was going new hotness with Martin. But I think after this conversation, I will side with a more battle-tested, tough little fucking robot. Like, he, he, went, in, he went into deprogram mode for 30 <laughs> years. And then all of a sudden, Luke shows up and it's like, beep, boop, 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 boop. And he's back. Like, he, he just... You know what? Yeah, honestly, it's the tortoise versus the hare, and 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 the hare, he's got the speed, but he doesn't have, he can't go twelve rounds. I think it's a UFC fight, and I think the older, tougher robot ends up fucking dead because the newer, faster, meaner, quicker, <laughs> more skilled, more talented, more trained one comes is in it, and just it, puts him in a Is this a three choke. round or a five round UFC match? This is like old school, no it's rounds. It's a championship, championship. Oh, no yeah. rounds. Guys, like, uh, guys, went on forever. Fuck UFC. We should call BattleBots and get this going. <laughs> well, you know that BattleBots, the guys that win, are the most unconventional. Like the the guys, um, uh, the guys that MythBusters. They had like. They had a robot that actually got banned from competition because it was unbeatable. And it was literally like the top half of like a dome. It was like an upside down walk with mm-hmm. like this like cutting ring that went around. Mm-hmm. And it was like no one could beat it. Right. You can't get close. And well, you what would happen is the there weapon. was guys that could go under and flip it. But then they had a thing at the top that they would flip it, it back right. on. Like it was it, it was un. 
beatable. Yeah. And, and they ban wow. that design from bat- BattleBots. <laughs> and that's why BattleBots is like, you have a max weight. You have a max distance. Correct. Like, if you just went in with, like... But, but it's like, that's the way NASCAR is. That's yeah, the way totally. indie racing is, right? Yeah. You know, Formula One. You've got parameters. You like, you could you can make a fucking better fuel. car, but you have to be within these certain parameters. Right. Yeah. Now, here's a question for this debate. Um, in any of the movies, has R2-D2 ever been knocked over and been able to, like, realign? Yes. Yes. Yes? Okay. Yes, he has. Yeah. Yes. He's, okay. He's 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 an able-bodied old man. He's not geriatric okay. in that sense. But I thought once he fell over, he was basically like a turtle on his back and stuck until someone helped. Can him we up. both? Ag- can we agree though that they're both badass droids? And you betcha. Yeah. 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 You think a Canada goose is nasty? Wait till those things come out. <laughs> the <laughs> only dro- the only droids that I like the only droid that I like better than those two is the droid in Daggett? Uh, in. Um, Battlestar Galactica's TV series, no, Daggett? No, no, no. no. <laughs> Daggett? We're, talk- we're in the Daggett? Star Wars realm, my friend. <laughs> is, it, is it Daggett, though? Um, in Rogue One. The, the, the droid oh, the, the smart-ass droid. Oh, oh yeah. 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 He's so funny. Yeah. The the better C-3PO. C-3PO with an attitude. Right. And can actually do things. And yeah. And just like... I kind of like the the one in the uh, Yoda series, whatever that was called. The Boba Fett series. Oh, the Mandalorian. Oh, the Mandalorian. Uh, the IG-88 I like model. One, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, I like I like the one that was actually a trash can that they just spray painted and just <laughs> <laughs> yeah, half an inch step. Okay, let's uh, let's finish this strong here. This one, um, I uh, I do. This one is sponsored by Chocolates and Evil Doers. Minions versus Oompa Loompas. Who do you think would win Martin Navarro? I, I got to go with Minions just because I think they have what? that training, of, oh. that, that, uh, that mad scientist training, you know? They, I, they had to have learned something to create some sort of weapon, so they might have that technology advantage over, like, an Oompa So, by proxy, you're saying that... Because from, from my recollection of the movie that I watched, Despicable Me, I don't know which one you did, they're useless without Mr. Despicable. What the fuck's his name? Anybody I think know that's that? his name. No, I don't know. Steve Carell's character. Uh, yeah, Steve Carell's character. Yeah, yeah, he's got yeah. some weird long. German... <laughs> some great writing. Yeah, <laughs> um, but that—that's my thought. Is that like they're the word minion, like minions mm-hmm. assemble, right? Like they're—they're they're kind mm. of useless. They're like lemmings. Yeah, like mm. they're useless without their leader. But you're saying they're not Martin, super bright. But Martin's saying based by proxy that they would come, like they would arrive ready to go because they. Hang like if, you're, that if you force them to fight, they're, they're going to fight, right? You know what I mean? But I okay. think they they'll have, have a, they'll have a rocket launcher in their pockets, <laughs> a flamethrower, and like axes and yeah. chainsaws and stuff. <laughs> okay. That. Yeah. All right. All right. They'll have that because they work with super villains, right? So they'll have that mm. background of like they'll pick up something over time. They might not have direction, but if they're forced to fight, they will fight. Okay. Yeah. All right. It's like that muscle memory thing, right? You know, their muscle yeah. memory to be badass and kill other humans. Exactly. Rob, what do you think? Like they don't need to be retrained when they get a new master, right? They just pick up where they left off. Okay, yeah. That's nice. It's like a relationship that never ends. I mean, as much as I re- like, are we talking Oompa Loompas from the original Charlie and the Chocolate Factory movie or the remake? That's what I was thinking. We are, the we are not talking the original. The, pretty sure they did. Well, remake yeah. well, the the remake, the re- it's hard because the remake gave them a backstory that the original movie never did. So and the backstory wasn't accurate choose, to the actual. book. You can either. choose either that you was want, or wasn't. Rob. It wasn't. It wasn't. Yeah, like <clears throat> what, what was the story? Because I never read the story as a kid. So they don't really what? talk about it too much in Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. <laughs> they get more into it in Charlie and the Great Glass Elevator. Okay. 
and because they go like deep into like this thing like this like netherworld and that's where the Oompa Loopas will live well like underground and stuff like that it's been a long time since I it's yeah, probably yeah, been 30 yeah. years since okay. I read that book so the tropical island that I based my entire argument off of doesn't exist <laughs> I don't think it does but I mean again I mean it just depends on your perspective of Oompa Loopas right so you know and that's your argument right whether it's you know rolled dolls like you know origin story or if it's you know you tim know, burton's you know re-imagination. reimagination i mean either way um oompa loompas like fuck those stupid pants they wear they're gonna get in the way <laughs> and the other thing is is like there's lots of those oompa loompas but fuck man those minions and i don't think the minions can die i think they're like literally indestructible no. I, I they live forever yeah they're they like do. fucking vampires or some shit i think they reproduce by like osmosis or something where like yeah one shows up and five are on the way no matter what like it's there's there's hundreds of thousands of them in the movie like totally there, there's... and i feel like they're almost like they could be like destructicon and like you know <laughs> assemble like, like, you know, like, like dev- they can become like devastator and turn to like you know some giant, thing. giant minion yeah i feel like oompa loompas are only good at like Stirring chocolate and like wheeling like girls that have turned into like giant blueberries out of the room. Okay, yeah, no, I, I, yeah. I definitely see. Yeah. Jason, what about what about you? I am gonna go. My thought on it is, Oompa Loompas have been enslaved and abused, and they are full to the brim with repressed hatred <laughs> and anger. They're dark. They have tainted souls. I think an Oompa Loompa would chew your throat out with his face. And wear your ears around a necklace. <laughs> I think. I think once you once they got that bloodlust in them, and they, they thought they weren't enslaved anymore. I think they would go ape shit and kill all of the humans. Poof, like nobody's business. And I think the minions would be like, "What is this vicious monster thing?" Are they gonna That's have ear necklaces? Yes, just like, like Vietnam. Dolph, like Dolph Lundgren and Universal Soldier. Oh, did he do that? Oh yeah. I was thinking of Vietnam, but yeah. yeah. Well, that's where it kind of came. Yeah, so one they, half dozen of the other. I think you know, and and they do have better arms than minions as well. <laughs> I think they could just basically like longer appendages. Yeah, yeah push them over them, and yeah. grab them yeah, and choke okay. them. And now, yeah. are they in the real world or are they in a cartoon world when they're fighting each other? They're in our world, so they're in the real world. Yeah. So you have a cartoon versus. If they were in the, a cartoon world, it would be the cartoon world of Watership Down. Oh, oh, oh. Were they going to be bathed in blood? Were they enslaved or were they happy to help? No. Don't buy that for a moment. That was Rob. all. Pro- that was all. That was. Yeah. That was. Yeah. That was. This Willy is Wonka an, this propaganda. This is anti-union busting propaganda. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Willy Wonka was a fucking evil capitalist. Yeah. He's a monster. Yeah. <sighs> I gotta. I gotta say, Oompa Loompas too. Just. Just for the simple fact that they are a very like he. I, he convinced. It's very much like. He convinced them to leave wherever they were from to come work convinced for him. Convinced them, yeah. Convinced like, them, quote unquote, is convinced them. By loading them onto a ship from their na- native land. Yeah, probably. we've heard the story before. It doesn't end well. So, like, it doesn't even start well. No, it, it's, it's this all is ruining the everlasting gobstopper. <laughs> <laughs> but like, I, I really believe that a like if you're if you're put into a factory like scenario mm-hmm. and forced to do the same thing over and over and mm-hmm. over again like building and, iphones like building iphones for example <laughs> uh, yeah but what if they like doing that we're we're, we're only giving <laughs> get your white privilege yeah. out of here rob <laughs> <laughs> but I, I i think that the minions are too minion-esque like they're 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 like zombies in a way where yeah. like they're, they're they have an operating system that is designed right. for a certain feature where an oompa loompa is a little bit more self-aware mm-hmm. so if you were given the chance to say both of you can break three break free from your master mm-hmm. the oompa loompa is gonna have a shorter arm up right. or longer arm up in that <laughs> scenario so here's my final thought on the whole thing when i think about it 
which of those two terrify me the most? Is bloodlust and Oompa Loompas. Oompa Loompas terrify me. Yeah. Whereas Minions, yeah. I'm like, no. That, They're like, cute. Yeah. It's horrible. <laughs> I want to sleep with two of them. Yeah. I want to I win one at a carnival. Like, I don't, I have, I, I, I'm yeah. looking at, if an Oompa Loompa walked in the room I right now. I don't fear a Minion, but an Oompa like, Loompa Do you want, an, do you want a blood Minion flashlight? Is that what you're alluding to? <laughs> <laughs> I'm not, I'm not gonna say no until I can try it. No. I mean, my birthday's coming. Yeah, <laughs> August seventh is close, guys. If they make themed flashlights, come on. Now. I think DreamWorks is just gonna be like, "That is a million dollar idea. <laughs> <laughs> we'll do anything for money." <laughs> okay, last thing we're gonna close out the show. Martin brought this up the other day, and based on we had talked a little bit about this before, but um, Studio Ghibli just Ghibli. been. What I'm never going to get this game right, Martin. How about you talk about it? What just landed on Netflix? Uh, they just released a bunch of Studio Ghibli uh, films, like I think 20 on Netflix. Yep. And I think a few months ago, they were released in other countries, other Netflix countries, but they weren't released to Canada. So huge thing. It just got released on Thursday, and it's about 20 films. A lot of the yeah. most popular ones are on there. I am um, the if only... you haven't checked them out, they're really great. I am yeah, the really only cool. person here who hasn't seen one yet ever i have a hard time with animation guys it's it's not so, like but this is the qu- different this is the quintessential yeah yeah, yeah. And, yeah. And, and it's the, its own it's thing is, this this and this thing too, i'll say yeah. this about it it's like it's it's i've been watching a lot of the old ones and this is one of the ones with movies right you, you watch an old movie and it doesn't hold up because of the special effects mm-hmm. even the old ones that were done in the 80s they're, they're animated so well that you, i mean i had no trouble watching them they're that old they have wow. their own style oh yeah yeah Wow. Well, they, some go that back. That so Nasica, the the Nasica is is like eighty five, eighty six, right? Like yeah. It, yeah, that was like one of the first ones. If not the, I think the first one that was released. I, Patrick Stewart does a voice in that. So does Christian. Yeah. Christian Bale does it in, in what Howl's Moving Castle. I know. I know a couple that yeah. Howl's Moving mm-hmm. Castle and Spirited Away are the two that I know. Princess right. Mononoke. Princess, really. okay, Princess Mononoke has yeah. a huge cast lineup. Yeah. It's got like um, Gillian Anderson. It's got Claire Danes, Billy Kudrup, and uh, Billy Bob Thornton. Wow. Yeah, I have a, I've downloaded them all, so I'll bring them over one day and we'll watch. Spirit Away is my favorite. I just actually watched it at the park uh, six months ago with somebody. Just, just, just watch them on Netflix. Good point. Yeah. Right now, yeah. That's kind of the <laughs> whole idea that we've started here. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> why, like, why even bring a, you got to bring a hard drive over and plug it into the USB port? I don't That's have not, Netflix, uh, okay? Well, fuck, I'll give you my password. <laughs> um, yeah, no, I, I think I would do well watching them with one of you. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't make the conscious decision by myself to sit down and try to watch. Sure. I'm going to fall into a, a movie I've watched a hundred times more likely than I'm going to try that. But if there was like two or three people in the room who were like, Hey, this is a store. And like I was brought into it. I would, I'm definitely wanting to get more anime into my life. I just don't know how to get there. Now here's a question. What, what is it? What do you think Martin would it, would he be, would it behoove him well to smoke pot first or to not? I would say if you okay. So what I would suggest like is it too is watch, First of all, if you if you should watch Spirited Away first sober yeah. and then watch it on like uh, mushrooms or or smoke okay. weed, and it's 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 awesome. Yeah, I would say like watch that. Watch it first sober, then watch it on okay. mushrooms. They're both shaking like, their heads and yes at me here. So yeah, okay. <laughs> I, 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 like I don't think they're weed like, movies. No, no. Well, mushrooms for sure. Yeah, I, like, I would need I would need something that would bring me up instead of bring me down. So mushrooms would make me incredibly. I, I, they're yeah. cheese whiz movies. They're cheese whiz. <laughs> 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 My dog has this little mini Kong that I could put cheese whiz into, and you could just like slowly lick it out. I'm not gonna say no. 
<laughs> I'm not going to say no until I have to say no. We're going to get you some kind of hat apparatus. Oh, yeah. Like, like <laughs> Two jars of cheese whiz. Just just drink, like, suck it in. It's very viscous, though, so we'd have yeah. to figure out the flow apparatus. You have a heater on the bottom of the container, so it creates. So it almost becomes Velveeta. <laughs> yeah. Let's make some... Just the heat from your head as you're anticipating <laughs> the cheese whiz would melt it. Thinking you're just, power. You're just drinking 7-Eleven nacho cheese. That's oh, what you're doing. You know, that's, oh, that's yeah, what it is. Yeah, totally. That's totally what it is. Oh my God! Nachos, nachos. Martin, when are you coming home so we can go get nachos at a movie theater that isn't open? I'll be there Christmas, Christmas time. Uh, <laughs> For sure. Then. I heard, I heard that uh, Landmark is opening BC, Alberta, and Saskatchewan, but we I don't understand have that. yet to give the go ahead. I don't, I don't get it. I was at, but Activate's it, allowed to be open. The place where you run around, get sweaty, and push buttons that other me. people have touched. I was at, I was at the Forks last night, and we went down for beer, and they've they've moved the patio over to where like the little skating park is. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, that makes sense. That's actually a good spot for it. It's super great for it. But they actually stop service when it gets too busy down there. Right. But yet there was way more than the allotted amount of people, which is fine. Like if you're there, you you feel comfortable. I don't. I'm not complaining about that. But I'm complaining about the inconsistencies of there was as ma- there was more people. There was three movie theaters full of people there last mm-hmm. night out in the open. And mm-hmm. if I have to go to a movie theater right now to wear a mask, I'm totally willing to do that. To go to a movie, yeah, it, but with it, online booking, they can they can accommodate that no problem. I know, right? Silver City or Silver City? Well, Cinema City and not uh, uh, sorry, so Cineplex. Fuck, the name changing just gets me. Cineplex and Landmark, Complex Odeon, famous players, famous players. Yeah, uh, Cineplex Ode- Odeon, 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 Scotia yeah. City. Yeah, Scotia. <laughs> Branding. <laughs> Who knew? Um, all like they all have the capacity to book online. They all have the capacity mm-hmm. to let maybe twenty people in to see it. I'd even pay a little bit more. I'd pay an increase in price. So, Mr. Pallister. I'd pay $5 not to have some other motherfucker sitting beside me. I can put my, my legs mm. up. I would pay $5. I would pay the exact same amount of money for that ticket to have somebody not there. If that was an option in a movie mm-hmm. I would totally do that. Totally. So I hate humans. Do you just get the ones beside you or do you get all eight around you? I think there, there should be a max unless you're booking out an entire – like I don't know why you'd book an entire row unless you brought your friends. Or <laughs> Like my friend, I want, <laughs> I want to have a bubble. I will book all of these seats around me. That's a really good idea. Next time, next time there's a big movie like premiere, I'm gonna do that just to be, a, I'm just to be a dick, and then I'm gonna show up and I'm gonna be the person, two people sitting in the middle, and all these seats are gonna be blacked out around. People are gonna be like, what the? F-? <laughs> just, and like, put your wallet on one chair, put your jacket on another. Yeah, next, next time Star Wars comes, I'm doing that. Yeah, next, for sure. Yeah. Let's try it. Let's see. What, I'm down to spend the money to see what happens. Be you fucking know, hilarious. That's like five hundred bucks. Whatever. It'll be whatever. Hilarious. We'll do a well, fucking actually, episode about it. Actually, if you did like three people, the three of us did it, sitting next to each other. Yeah. Then yeah. we're dividing up the like. <laughs> yeah. Then we instead of need we, instead of eight, we would need like ten. Well, but we we're dividing each, by we three each, guys. We yeah. Each, we each book like a, ro- a row of five above each other. Right. You do row yeah. G H I or whatever. Yeah. I'm yeah. fuck. Yeah. I'm so down. Mark, when you come home from Christmas, this will be your Christmas present, buddy. <laughs> a movie experience with wide lanes. I like it. <laughs> well, gentlemen, uh, I uh, that's it. That's 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 it. We're gonna we're gonna call cut right, right. here. Um, this has been a blast. This fuck this fucking. Um, I just wanna I just wanna say one final thing. Yeah, we, we never used these. I know we didn't. Uh, I thought they might be. Like, I have them. Just in case somebody wants to write down a thought and they miss it, right? Because I don't, I don't supply pens and papers. I supply coke sniffing apparatus. I, I thought, swear, I thought, it's I a whiteboard. I, I bought I, it at the dollar store. I thought they were like, I thought they were like coasters. 
You would they, you can be you they can be whatever you want. Perfect. Thank okay. You. So if you want to appreciate it. You know what I I appreciate you 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 being the host with the most and 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 having the forethought to think about this. I just don't want people to be like, what about this? And then I'm like, fuck, I'm an idiot for not thinking about it. I take it offensively if I don't think about it in advance. Because mm. customer service is about giving somebody what they want before they have to ask for it. Yeah, like I honestly thought arounds. that you broke your laptop. Because <laughs> there was just one sitting on my chair, and I thought it was the back plate from your laptop. I'm like, what'd you do, you idiot? You're like, oh, I didn't even ask me to do work. I don't have Jason spudgers. I don't have screwdrivers. <laughs> I can't fix this right now. You said I was coming here for a podcast. I love yeah. how Jason always makes it about himself. <laughs> <laughs> so do I. I love it. <laughs> All right. Well, ladies and gentlemen, this has been a blast. Uh, if you want to follow us online, you can find us on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. Just search Real Debaters. That's R-E-E-L. If you want to find us on Twitter and Instagram, and it's the Real Debaters podcast on Facebook. If you want to email any of us, it's therealdebaters at gmail.com. That's where you can give us show suggestions, tell us we're wrong, confirm we're right. Uh, lots of things can happen on the email. Uh, and then our website, therealdebaters.podbean.com. Uh, that's where you can find our merch stuff, all of our links to our merch. You can find episode shit we've posted in relation to today. I'm sure we'll find some stuff to post. And oh, Will the uh, Minion Fleshlights be on that website? That's what I'm going to be Googling after. That's, Perch that's, the merch. Yeah. I want to I see if I can find anything we've talked Tomorrow about. Tomorrow, Real Debaters goes bankrupt soon. <laughs> before we even made a cent, we went bankrupt. What did I say? Before we go, before we go high, we go low? <laughs> yeah. Uh, besides that, um, yeah, tune in for our next episode. Until then, I've been Michael Petro. To my left is Rob Strachan. I'm Jason Merritt Foman. And in Vancouver, Martin Navarro.